0: Before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for listening. And I'd like to thank everyone who's joined the Patreon campaign that I have going. Um, I started sending out free chapters of the Lifetime of Grey Skies audiobook that I'm working on. So, for those of you who are involved in the Patreon, you get that for free. When the whole thing is said and done, it'll be available on the Everything Went Black Bandcamp sometime in the fall. So, I'd like to thank everyone who has uh, joined up. Um, you guys are making a huge difference on the podcast. And before we get going with Dave Castillo here, I just also want to uh, let you guys know if you're into health and fitness, go to the Everything With Black Media page and you'll see the Onnit, uh, various on it banners. There's a banner for uh, some of the food and supplements. Uh, pretty much every day I'm into MCT oil, the new Onnit recovery uh, pr- proteins, and um, krill oil, which is like key for joint health and also exercise equipment if you're into odd stuff like kettlebells battle ropes maces weighted vests things like that there's a link for that type of equipment and um, all you got to do is click through those two banners and i get to wet my beak a little bit Mm -hmm. doesn't cost you any money but i get a little acknowledgement from the guys over at on it so once again check all that stuff out so Let's get going with Dave. This episode is gonna—we're gonna talk a little bit about um, first of all, what's going on with Dave, (laughs) dude. You haven't been on on the uh, podcast in a while.
1: Yeah, I don't know a lot of stuff, man. Um, Sizzle pie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess since we last spoke, I mean, I'm still, you know, doing Vitus. Things are going well there. We're working on a bunch of different projects with that that'll be coming up and spoken about sooner than later. Uh, You know, throwing a ton of shows, doing our thing Um, I am now the, you know, kind of uh, marketing coordinator for Sizzle Pie Which uh, is a Portland-based pizza brand started by Matt from Relapse And uh, Mikey McKennedy, who's like an amazing artist And really blew up on the West Coast They brought it here, and I've been helping them with uh, their market entry here And it's been really fun, man I really love those guys It's a great brand, great food and, uh, yeah, it's really cool. So I've been doing that a lot and uh, and then playing music, you know. Um, went on a couple of tours with my band, Primitive Weapons. Went out to Europe a couple times once with, oh, yeah, that's with right. Dillinger, Dillinger right? Yeah, yeah. which was amazing. Um, and we finished a new record, which will be out sometime next year, also on Party Smasher Incorporated, which cool. has been from Dillinger's label. We put nice. the last one out on that. Um, very happy with it. Came out great, you know. Um, some new flavors in there a little bit more melody, but a lot of fun, a lot of good explorations. Sweet. I'm stoked on that. And then, uh, yeah, just, you know, there's a lot of other kind of music kind of floating around as well. I've been working on stuff with... uh White Widows Pack's gonna make another EP. You know, things have been a little bit slow. Travis plays in Black Anvil, and Nick and Travis are in an industrial group called Hogwash, which is really great. I've been doing my thing with Weapons. You know, but we're like Voltron when we assemble. It'll be good. (laughs) It'll be good. So, we 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 got some rippers in the can. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, I'm actually going to Nick's house later. Uh, He wrote a bunch of stuff, um, kind of on his own. Taught to me about. Putting some vocals on it, it's kind of like a yesu esque Oh, cool! Like like we are completely like just crushing, like minimal shoegazy sort of stuff. Um, Very beautiful, Uh, and so we're gonna sort of see what we do there. So always just making, you know, as much as I can, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's
0: it. I was actually out at. I haven't been to the Sizzle Pie here in New York yet. Oh yeah, you gotta. Um, I love pizza. However, I don't really eat a lot of pizza.
1: Yeah, you know definitely. I, mean? I yeah, love pizza, got, though. I love it. I think if there was one food that if I could <laughs> eat it, like sort of any way, forever, it would be pizza. I really believe that. I think that I would be able to do that. We
0: were at the Sizzle Pie in Portland on the last tour that we did. Um, we were yeah, out they there. Got a
1: few of them out there. They're big too. Yeah. Oh, they have
0: more than one in Portland, like in the yeah. West Coast. I don't realize uh, yeah, that. Yeah,
1: they got. Um, they got two. Um, kind of bigger restaurants in Portland. Then they have one that's like smaller, but it's like a delivery hub. And so they got basically like three in Portland, and then there's one in Eugene. Oh and no then way! One in Seattle. Too. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, man.
0: In Seattle. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know if I was at the flagship one or yeah. not, but uh, it was it was uh, I'd already eaten prior. And I was really tempted to. It was like two o'clock in the morning or something. And like literally,
1: always open late. Yeah, nearby. yeah, which so is rare
0: good. for the West Coast, man. Believe it totally. or not. Totally,
1: and they serve beer and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I'm a drinker, so I love. Like I was like, oh god, the oasis. You know.
0: Yeah, it's like I just remember like literally 45 minutes before that, I had this banging like Thai food, and I was like, man, I'm tempted. I don't know if I wanted to do a bang bang. You know what I mean. You go get one dinner, then you get another dinner. Might have I might have like it might have been a little gluttonous. I think, but I didn't. uh, It's I was just full. You know.
1: When I when I went out there and uh, you know we were discussing working with each other and stuff. um, I went to go see. Aaron Turner... Uh, oh, what's sum- a, Sumac? No, not Sumac, but it's more like the noise S project with Faith with his wife.
0: Oh, uh, Mammifer.
1: There we yeah. go, Mammifer. Yeah, so yeah. Mammifer, uh, had happened to be playing while I, cool. I was in Portland. So And uh, Brian Cook from Russian Circles was playing with him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I think for that particular tour or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm not sure. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'll go see Mammifer sure. and like surprise Brian, me and Brian are pretty oh, good. Okay. Buddies. Does Brian
0: live in Brooklyn, my he does.
1: Yeah, Brian does live in yeah. Brooklyn. He lives in Greenpoint actually. I met I
0: met him for like the fifth time uh at the Renerosa show.
1: Yeah, he was a great dude. Yeah. Uh and an amazing musician. And so uh and I'd met Aaron before when Sumax played and stuff. Damn yeah, I mean, Aaron's an
0: old friend of mine.
1: Yeah, totally. Boston, right? Yeah,
0: yeah just I, I met Aaron like before even ISIS existed, man. Shit, dude, like, He's, that's crazy he's been a friend of mine for a long time.
1: Yeah, so uh, I just, like, showed up, and we, you know, hung out and stuff. It was really cool. And then we kind of, like, went our separate ways, and I happened to be staying by the east side location of, of Sizzle Pie, and I had some drinks at this show. I was like, fuck, I'm hungry. I walk in, and the whole band's there, and they're oh, like, shit. oh, we meet again. And I was like, I think I'm in the right spot. I think this is going to work out. It just is kind yeah. funny. No, it's good. Aaron's like, this is my favorite vegan pizza. I was like. Great. Okay, I'm in. Let's do this. Vegan pizza, man. Yeah, wild, right? You know, I
0: never fuck with this vegan shit, man. It's like, I, well, I shouldn't say never because, like, I tried being vegan, like way back in the '90s for like, I, I dedicated like literally like probably about a year to a
1: lifestyle, and I just like fucking just wasted away, man. I was vegetarian for a long time, like. I think about seven years. Um, And I mean, I was like in my like teens to my 20s. And I was just like eating shit. Like if I ate the same way right now, like as a 34-year-old man, I would gain like 30 pounds. Like, you know, my metabolism was crazy at the time, you know? I was just like, I completely did it completely just like like, off the cuff, you know? Um, So yeah, I think I failed
0: yeah you c- be, i could yeah. rock i could rock a vegetarian diet um i mean there's actually days during the week where I pretty much eat vegetarian like i don't really i don't even really eat a lot that much protein or i don't not that much meat i eat a lot of protein but not so much you know meats but oh,
1: totally yeah but
0: the vegan it's like i imagine you could do that and if you have an active lifestyle you probably need to like heavily supplement it with like
1: yeah, uh, I I know pe- people and friends of mine who are like super active to like make that happen. Yeah, but it's a lot of fucking it's work too much work to make right. it work to like make it all right and, and stuff like that. And I just like was, I mean, I I got to vegetarian, you know. So yeah. If anything, I think I would go back there first, you know. Totally. But I would want to manage it in a completely different way because.
0: And I, I went straight working from out being four
1: times a week oh, and yeah, shit yeah. and totally. like, doing other stuff like that that I never was doing back when I, I was like. Drinking five times a week. Yeah, just,
0: just <laughs> like the working out aspect of things. It's like that in and of itself sort of like you need calories and you need to get nutrition happening. And like, you know, when, when, I, was, when, I, went, when I went vegan, I had no energy to do anything. And then I went straight from vegan to eating meat. It was yeah, like, like. Bam. And literally it was like I went and I had like this chicken dinner. You know, and it just fucking energized me, dude. I felt like I like I woke up. It was crazy. Mentally, my brain. Yeah. And it was like the whole time I was vegan, I was like real foggy, you know, and like I had no energy and every, I couldn't, li- like the weights I was lifting were just like shot and my body was like starting to fucking like atrophy and shit mm. and it was hard. I mean, maybe like different different types of people, different metabolisms, like. You know, if you have like a different kind of like, you know, thing going on, like you can hang with that. But for me, I'm yeah. I'm like a fucking like a, a Neanderthal. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't get poison ivy. Like when I don't get bug when bugs bite me,
1: they, nothing happens. It's like I wish I was you man. I, I just
0: need to have like fucking meat and like animal protein occasionally, you know, shit like that. So, but anyway, I don't disparage anyone for their lifestyle choices. No, no, you know?
1: no, definitely
0: not. So this weekend. Is uh, argued well, it probably going to be the biggest combat sport event in history. Do you think that's accurate?
1: Uh, I think so. I, yeah, I I do think so. Yeah, I think it, it's got like a, it's kind of got the narrative behind it that is going to propel it, whether it's good or bad. It I think it's got a narrative behind it that's going to propel it in a, in a way that. Is so outlandish, pretty much. You know
0: the real, the real. At funny, least in my opinion, it's yeah, outlandish. Nah, it's definitely outlandish. And the thing that's crazy about it is that there's no title on the line.
1: No, but there, there's more like of a. a it's like an exhibition, but it's like it's it's really crazy. I mean, I was reading this thing about Vegas, right? Yeah, and they were saying uh, about how like the betting lines are so crazy. And there's so much money coming out on, on McGregor that's moving things sort of closer. And they're like, holy shit, this should be like 100 to 1 Floyd or 50 to 1 Floyd, you know? And they're like, we could, if McGregor wins, we stand to like fucking lose like a year's worth of like yeah. capital. Like it's, it's just, and even if May, like, you know, Mayweather wins, it's still not super great because the odds are moving closer. It's just, it's super bizarre. But one of the guys, um, in the article that was quoted, it was on ESPN today. Uh, he, you know, was like, "It's like crazy. It's like saying, like, what if we took the best college football team and like the worst NFL team or something, and had them play for like no title or anything, but just to see who would win?" You know, it's one of these sorts of things. It's like, all right, we're going to take you know this incredible athlete here and this other athlete here, and it's like something that you maybe would talk about with your friends. Yeah. Like as in a, in in a hyperbolic like sense, who would, who but would, you never think it's actually going to fucking happen. Yeah,
0: it's like you'd say, "Who's going to win a fight, Batman or the Incredible Hulk, or something <laughs> like a, that?" You know, it's kind of yeah, like
1: it's crazy, or it's like like for example, like Bo Jackson.
0: Yeah, to right. me, this Com- is like trem- Bo- tremendous athlete. Yeah, yeah, to me,
1: this is Bo Jackson shit. In in my opinion, where it's like, all right, Bo is first of all, him and Dion Sanders were only like two legitimate two sport athletes who were like. Now there's so much specialization. I could imagine there were there could be others, mm-hmm. but they were kind of steered away from that and stuff. Like yeah. I bet you LeBron could play, you know, a couple of things, Yeah, you totally. Know? But Bo Jackson was like, All right, cool. Now if you took hey, imagine if Bo Jackson would um join like uh, the Olympic decathlete team. Yeah. What would that be like, you know? And people might be really like, Wow, you know, because it's him. Connor, I think captures this, a similar mystique sure. in a way where he's, like, viewed as a really good fighter. Yeah,
0: definitely. And, and
1: he's also exudes that. But also it's kind of like it has that crossover thing where it's kind of a freak show in that way, in my opinion. Because yeah. it's two different things. It's not like saying, like, oh, because you're a racquetball champion. You could, be, you could play tennis and win. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. No, honestly.
0: that's how I see it, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's It's no a doubt. racket
1: sport. It's a combat sport, yeah. but they're fucking different, man. You yeah, know?
0: even boxing and kickboxing are totally different. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. it's like, I uh, mean, yeah. I
1: think if this fight, if you just allowed, like, lead leg low kicks, Conor would probably win. <laughs> yeah,
0: but also, you got to remember, I mean, that's like, yeah, against any boxer, really. Mm-hmm. It's like boxers just don't totally. train that it's shit. It's like
1: James Tony or something and Randy Couture. Yeah, it's
0: like, exactly, James Tony and Randy Couture just got, like, You know, like, I forgot what takedown he used, but he just like ankle picked him, threw him on the ground, and he like punched him a few times and then like choked him out within like minutes of the first round.
1: Totally. And I think that would happen if it was a true, you know, MMA fight and Floyd walked in. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind.
0: No, 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 no. If they were having a street fight over a pig or something like that, (laughs) like, Connor's getting a ham sandwich, you know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, no doubt. It was super funny. It was like, uh, no, there's no doubt in my mind. Heather Hardy was like you know i think i find her very uh entertaining and cool and i really like her the boxer turned mma fighter from brooklyn she's awesome uh and she's just really funny and she's like you know floyd's gonna win i don't know but if it was in the street i i don't think floyd wins (laughs) you know and it's the way she said it, it was hilarious yeah, that, that woman's like the nanny if she could just like beat your ass. She's totally, so man. fucking funny and so good. I love watching her fight. I mean, like
0: boxing. You know, back in the day when I was a kid, like all everyone that wanted to be like a tough guy like went into boxing. You
1: know what I mean? Oh so yeah, like it I didn't mean exist. You, you were Nothing like Nothing else the, existed really. You yeah, know? you were like the baddest man on the planet. Like yeah. dude, that was a big deal. Like you know, I grew up as a kid. Mike Tyson's Punch Out was the most popular video game. Yep. You know, and like those sorts of things. You know, even up to like Holyfield and. uh George Foreman, and, like, even, like, you know, those tilts between a lot of, of those guys and even uh, Michael Moore and stuff, like, that that was all still really exciting. And then whew, it started.
0: Well, there and, were too many belts, too many weird promotions. There was, like, a million yeah. champs, you know, and it was like...
1: Yeah, and, no, you know, the best yeah. fights weren't getting made, and that was to the detriment of the sport. And also, there started to become this emphasis on never losing. Yeah. And when that happens... First of all, that's just not natural to any combat sport, A. But B, when that happens, clearly the best guys... You know, from a financial perspective that it makes sense to never lose then you're being steered away. You're cultivated in this way. Yeah, you have, you're
0: architecting your you're whole career. You're 32 and 0, and you yeah. bought
1: 30 cans, and you're like, yeah. whatever the fuck. All right, cool.
0: I mean, in, in a lot of ways, I feel like both of these guys are guilty of architecting their
1: records in some ways. I yeah. mean, I know you
0: and I disagree about McGregor's uh,
1: I think that Connors uh, was a di- is, a different, is a different scenario, and yeah. I'll tell you why. is because Floyd's... Floyd is never... I mean, he. when did he fight Pacquiao? Like, six years past his prime oh, yeah, or something, Oh, that, yeah, right? that,
0: that fight should have happened, like, ten years ago, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Right? Like, and, and there yeah. were, like, very clear reasons and stuff like that. I think that, comparatively to McGregor, you can definitely say that Conor hasn't fought, like, everyone he should have fought so far, you know, or, or like, could so far. Right. But he's definitely fought some guys sure, who no, are really no. fucking good. Absolutely. Whereas I feel like Floyd skirted around oh, almost a lot any guys. fucking dude who was really like a, a really like there was all right mosley but that was kind of late like even timing wise yeah, yeah. where you know connor we'll pacquiao you, you know he at, at if you were like contextually speaking connor going into fight jose aldo no one picked him not me you know what i mean i I didn't think so and you know so well, I,
0: I always bet against connor anyway i always yeah. say i even if he's fighting like I don't know some dude who's not even ranked. I'm gonna say McGregor's not gonna. I just never ever yeah. pick him. Ever.
1: I love him. Um, yeah, but I I love him because I think he's a good fighter. But he is a good fighter. But he like, yeah. I I don't know. I think that in, in Floyd's case, I think he is kind of like the epitome of like the the symptoms that made boxing blow. For that, for like that period mm-hmm. and actually gave rise to mixed martial arts because there were better fights happening. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and, and also I think the public got more educated to the,
0: the to logistics combat of combat. A bit, a bit. Like, yeah. Oh,
1: why are they on the floor? Well, yeah. Hey, you well, know? still,
0: you know, it's funny. You go
1: to some, you look, you watch some UFC events. And as soon as guys hit the ground, you still you still hear the boots. Definitely, and it, it really bothers me. And then sometimes, depending on where they are too, like someone like passes someone's guard, and there's like cheers. That's too. cool, and that's interesting. You know, it, depending on the locale and stuff yeah. like that, there's still definitely a learning curve of what you know people consider to be a good yeah. scrap or something. I you mean, know? if you're watching, I like this it thing. all. I'm like cool. You yeah, know? I like I like every aspect of it. But like, if you were, I guess if you
0: were live. Right. And suddenly these dudes went on the ground. It's like kind of a drag in a way.
1: I don't, I you know what? I got to be honest. I've never been to like a big, like UFC. No, or I've only been to like
0: small promotion stuff.
1: So you can really get in there, but I can imagine like an arena if like some dudes are like on the ground yeah. from far away. Yeah. You know? You're or like Or even oh. if they're,
0: even <laughs> if they're, if they're fighting against a cage or something like that. Yeah. Even if they're like one dude's pushed up against a cage and even if they're still active trying to get position. You know, get underhooks and overhooks and things like that. It's hard to
1: make out. It's hard to make out. You know, a thousand feet away or some shit.
0: Once again, never having been to a UFC event, I know, I can't, I imagine there's got to be like a video screen.
1: Oh, there has to be plenty, yeah. I just, you know, I've been more to to smaller shows. But yeah, I'm sure that they, they, they produce as well. But it's also sometimes not what people want. They want the flashy finishes they want those sorts of things no, you know? head
0: kicks and things like that. yeah
1: and that's i mean that's where it's it's interesting uh i feel like with combat it's not just about winning but how you win too is also a great judge or even how you lose because like let's take like uh, you know stephen bonner forrest griffin like like You know, obviously Bonner lost that, but like he walked out like a legend. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and you sort of like there's like if you put it out there, there's a dignity in in losing in combat sports that I think is very different. It does, it happens uh, more rarely in a lot of other sports. Yeah.
0: And you know, I think specifically boxing, because there is this like sort of architected you know, record thing going on. Where, yeah. like, people that being
1: have- said, boxing's in a better place now than it's been in like yes. a fucking decade plus. No, it which- has because they had
0: to. They had yeah, to. they
1: had to. They Well, yeah, because they were forced, you yeah. know, their hand was forced in the market You know, everybody, you know, where were stars being made? Like in reality, like transcendent stars. Let's think about it. Conor, Ronda, you know, and then you could even say, unfortunately, he derailed himself, but John Jones was well on his way and now had another big oh, yeah. moment. But now, now
0: he's... If he you doesn't know? fuck up, he's, he's <sighs> back on track, man. Dude, for sure. what a
1: fucking fight. Uh, he yeah. set that thing up beautifully. Fuck.
0: I mean, <laughs> John Jones, in my opinion, very he might be the greatest of all time as far as the sport knows. Like, as far as MMA. I I mean,
1: the one on his record was that was a dumb, mad Hamill DQ, which that fight should have been stopped 30 seconds before that shit even happened. Yeah. So... to me, he's never been – I mean, you could – I could understand why some people might argue that Gustafson won that fight. I watched
0: that fight a couple times. And I think
1: that John won. Yeah. But you know what? Still, I feel like he's the champ you really got to take. Exactly. You really got to take it. If it's too close to call like that, which I really feel like it's like – it's one of those where you're like, fuck, I wish – this was, like, a glory, and they could have, like, one, you know, another, one more like, round. yeah, or something else. Yeah, know? I love that shit. <sighs> yeah, that's really cool. But it's, like, it just was one of those things where I'm, like, all right, cool. I'm going to still give that fight to John. I want them to fight again, but. They will, I probably. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think Gus needs to beat, like, an Ozdemir before he, like, go, like, he's, he's. You know, he lost to Rumble. He lost to Cormier. Yeah. I still think he needs to build it a little more. Even though I want to see it, I totally. think everyone remembers how competitive that was. Yep. But yeah, I think John Jones, as far as like pure prowess and and ability and just overall like physicality and and dominance and stuff i would go with definitely go with him you know yeah. connor is a great fighter but he's lost three times he lost to diaz the second fight against diaz it was a decision it wasn't as convincing it wasn't even like there a wasn't a as much decision yeah and exactly like you know that yeah. that one was a close one i scored it for connor because i also think that if you went with the way that people score it now for with the amount of 10 8s that they're starting to give right. out I think he probably could have gotten two in the first two rounds because he knocked him down like three times. And he... I,
0: I think if that fight had gone thirty seconds more,
1: on the, then, like the fourth round, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Conor would have got finished. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's my bow. How I see it. You I know? think
0: so too. He was in big trouble. Yeah, um, there's a lot of a lot of points of that fight where he was in big trouble.
1: Big trouble. I mean, and you yeah. could say the same thing for sure, Nate, too. He's getting blasted for yeah. the first. It was like everyone was like, oh shit, you know? But Nate's, I mean, incredible fighter. You only got to knock
0: Nate out has been with Josh Thompson.
1: Yeah, back that's in so the day. Like like only in that head dude. Kick. Yeah. yeah. And that's that, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, so if you take Connor, you take Ronda's run, was really dominant too. Sure. But then in, in recent light, you know? John's still. And and there's nobody else that's like really challenging no, the throne, you no. know. Whereas like Conor comes back and it's like, what will he do against Tony? What will he do against Khabib? You know. What well, do now do?
0: now things get interesting with Conor McGregor because he he has yet to defend any of his titles. <laughs> no. Even like when he was in that uh, what is it like Cage Rage or, or Warriors, warriors yeah. Cage Warriors, he just
1: gets him and then bounces into you know, bigger yeah. pastors, you know.
0: But like, I mean that that's the thing. It's like you know like in in this, the whole spectrum of being like a champion, it's like, it's not good enough to just like, you know, it's like when you're a conquering army, you fucking take over a city, but unless like you can't defend that city against the other hordes of barbarians coming to take your fucking city away from you. <laughs> what's the point of like being a champion or, or a king of a city or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I understand. I also want to see, first of all, Conor is a mixed martial artist. I want to see him do that more than anything else, and I think he's really totally. good at it. Yeah, uh, I think the fight to make is him and Tony personally. Sure. Yeah, I think Khabib is a little Mayweatherish.
0: Phys- physically, I think Khabib has got some serious physical. But I also issues, look.
1: Maybe. I look at his hit list, and I go, mm. "Who's who are the two guys at fifty five who have really beaten uh, uh, like or you know in their fighting careers who really beaten a lot of named dudes and like out of like the whole mix, let's take Khabib." Connor, Tony, Tony, Kevin Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, who, who? Oh, and Barbosa. Barbosa, yeah, and I love Barbosa. Yeah, he's great, great. fucking fighter. Yeah. But if you look at it, it's like it's Connor and Tony. They've and Tony's decimated the division, you know. And so I would, to me, if all of a sudden Floyd got sick and, like, Tony could fight on Saturday, I'd much rather have that happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, that's you know? the thing, you know, and it's just like... To me,
1: this is spectacle, though. And yeah. this is, but this is why McGregor is a great businessman. And this is why he can, he's good at capturing the imagination. And that's what makes things different in combat sports than any other sport, right? Yeah. It's not like, if Tom Brady, right, goes out and wins the Super Bowl... There's nothing bigger than the Super Bowl for Tom Brady. It's like, yeah. go back, face the best competition, do it again, and that's what it is. It doesn't affect his bottom line whatsoever. Prize fighting just does not exist in that same world, you know? Yeah. So then it becomes, I think that adds a lot of the drama to, to things. It's like, why would I want to fight you? <laughs> no one cares, you know, and like all this. Sometimes it works to the detriment of the sport. And, uh, of, or the sports plural yeah. and sometimes it works to, to the advantage too um, because I think also people want to see fun fights or fights that kind of like work in a, in a imaginative sense and like I kind of sometimes that works for me like I dig that like oh yeah. man I really want to see this grudge match these two motherfuckers hate sure. each other yeah. do they you know are, are they like ranked the right way or whatever for them to fight in this is very like terse way no, but it's a cool fight. Yeah. And, and making money with combat source and stuff, there's a, it's a fine line. I mean, it's definitely been, I mean, this is a stretching it as far as you can fucking go. Though. I
0: think so, too, man. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, the, the idea, I mean, I, I, I believe that Conor believes that he, can, he can, is going to win this fight. Like, I believe that.
1: 100%. 100% I agree.
0: But, uh, you know, there was a time where I wanted to be an astronaut in my life, too. <laughs> totally, and, yeah. And I really believed that one day I was going to walk on the moon. Yeah. And that just isn't. I don't see that happening
1: really. <laughs> yeah. yet. Hey, I, I give it the same, you know, you know, couple percent chance, and uh, who knows, you know, and if and the biggest if ever, but if it does happen though, he will be on a tran a mythic level. Yeah. Like a, he's already a legend in mixed martial arts. Sure.
0: Period. Absolutely. Yeah
1: this should be completely mythic in in like a way that i don't think we would have ever seen it not since bo jackson or deon sanders guys who really capture the imagination where you go and you're on sports center and you see bo jackson do this thing and you know hit a home run for the royals and then fucking score a touchdown for the raiders and, and then like have his own commercial in between you know in a way that's Bo knows, you know, like Michael Jordan, like I think he would start to get to a level that I don't think like fighters usually get to except for Tyson.
0: Yeah, but like th- another thing about like Bo Jackson, it's conceivable. I mean, a lot, most most dudes play football and baseball, right? True. You know, most guys grow up playing both of those. I mean, if you're into if you play sports, I never Yeah, played, you're just like an athlete. Yeah, like I, like I never like, played baseball. Shape. I never played baseball, but like a lot I a lot of people at it. What?
1: I sucked at I, it.
0: I can't throw a ball. Yeah. I can't hit, I can't catch, I can't do any of that shit. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm very, I'm good at a couple things athletically, but that, baseball is not one of them, and it's yeah. fucking boring. And if I, hey, if you like baseball, it's cool, but for me, I just got too many other things to do. I love
1: man. watching it and yeah. like drinking beer and watching it. I just was never good at doing it.
0: Football's a little bit better. The games are on just on Sunday. Well, actually, that's not even true anymore. But it's like you know, <laughs> but. I just feel like it's um you're not you're not investing like there's there's only you know a finite amount of games every year. It yeah. seems like baseball just goes on and on and on and Come on, on and did. on and it's like it's too much to keep track of I think you That's know there's too lot. many stats in this guy and and most of the game is like dude standing around
1: yeah oh, yeah yeah it's you know? it's, a, it's a different yeah, it's a different animal, <laughs> animal completely
0: but no nonetheless a lot of a lot of guys who are athletes they play both sports sure. now. It's a rare guy who can get to the level of, like, a Bo Jackson with both sports.
1: Totally.
0: Not a lot of people box.
1: No. Not a lot.
0: If you're an athlete, even if you're, like, a, a combat athlete, if you're into, like, martial, you know, traditional martial arts or, you know, you're into wrestling, it's, like, it's very rare that there's a guy who's who started at such a young age with, like, a martial art that also is boxing at the same time. Sure. Right? Just like if... Uh, You know, Floyd Mayweather, most guys who are professional fighters, you know, historically start, you know, they're doing this shit when they're like kids, like young kids, you know, the Golden Gloves program, like all that stuff.
1: Totally, yeah. Yeah. Plenty.
0: Mayweather was in the Olympics, man. Yeah. So it's not like he's just some journeyman fighter out there. No,
1: he's the best of a generation. Yeah, I I absolutely. I think he's definitely fought some tough guys and stuff like that, I think, in convenient ways sometimes or whatever. But you can't take it away from him. I mean, the guy is like a of, matrix out there yeah. too. Like he doesn't get hit, and he can counter punch very well. He knows what he wants to do, and a lot of it is too is like get in, get rich, get out. That's what Connor said. Sure, man. So the, the you know I understand that too. Hey, if I were going into a fight, and I was really good at not getting hit, yeah, holy shit, awesome for me. Fuck yeah, you know I don't yeah, give man. a fuck. So, you know, whatever people want to say about Floyd, but still, it's like he's a perfect foil, too. Beyond yeah. being, it's not like he's fighting, uh, you know, Roberto Duran in there, who's, you know, one of the greatest, my, one of my favorite boxers ever, one of the greats, because Duran would want to stand toe to toe with you. This is Floyd, who's like, you know, so it's even like yeah. more, too, stylistically speaking. It's like the best of a generation that does this particular thing that makes you miss. With your left hand,
0: yeah, Connor, definitely. You know, <laughs> you know it's fucking crazy. And, and the thing too is, guys who just train fists, they just train through, literally. That's all they do is throw hands, dude. There's no yeah. kicks, there's no takedowns, there's nothing. The attention to detail is
1: it's, totally crazy.
0: Now that a lot of people have been saying, like you know, Connor's like death touch or whatever, his like left hand. But t- I I have a hard time believing that Floyd hasn't fought guys who other boxers who can hit like Connor really.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think that it's... I think Connor definitely has a lot of power. I yeah, think accuracy, even Accuracy, I was speed. about to say timing and accuracy yeah. even more so. Yeah,
0: which is more so than I just think, raw power,
1: really. Totally. And I yeah. think that that, especially like in a mixed martial arts context, I think he is like a very like elite finisher. He doesn't get too crazy out there. Right. And when he gets it, when he has you a bit rattled or when he whatever, he's patient and then keeps putting it together, and it's like, bam, you know? Like on Alvarez, it was a great example sure. of that. I mean, he fucking, I, like Nate, was. I can't believe that Nate stayed standing. He took a lot of, like, three knockdowns worth, and in between, he was, that first, I mean, the fact that he weathered that storm, it was incredible. And the fact that I think Connor weathered, or was saved by the well, however you see it, but then came back in that fifth round and really like put it out there. It was a great fight. I think that's a cool fight. Yeah. Right. But, fuck, you know, Conor is laser accurate. But he's wearing four ounce gloves, and a lot of and these guys are worrying about completely different things. They're worrying yeah. about oh, is he gonna throw. This kick, whatever, you know, he does a lot of other techniques. Now you take that all away. And also... How do you set up that left hand to make it work?
0: And also, I mean, you know, MMA fighters, for the most part, stand right in front of you, too.
1: Yeah, no, no head, head movement. No head
0: movement. <laughs> just like, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, boxing, the, the the movement patterns of getting moving your head out of the way. It's like, you know, not getting hit. Yeah. MMA fighters, a lot of these guys, you know, just, they're just... We'll, stand right in front of
1: you and take hits totally i think also and and i just think it's like mentally you know like the threats are everywhere you know so it's like all right cool well maybe i'm not going to worry about this jab because i'm worrying about this takedown and it opens different things you know i think um the one thing that i mean everyone's been saying but i think the only the the thing that i love about connor in all of his fights really but is that he really likes movement and he really moves in really interesting and weird ways i think you know mm-hmm. like he and, and it changes fight to fight sometimes he leads sometimes he counter punches like it's it's an interesting sort of thing and i, I think that he's going to have to rely on on trying to confound floyd by coming in in different in a in a in a different way, you know, yeah, and definitely. and I think that the smartest thing that he did, honestly, is not try and have like a, a traditional boxing camp per se, because I think that the unorthodoxy will be the thing that yeah. could help him find the find the opening, right? Now, Floyd got punched in the face by Shane Mosley, really, really fucking hard, yeah, <laughs> and he was rattled as fuck, sure, and he, he weathered the storm. So I don't yeah. know, you know, is is Conor more? You know, uh, is he a better finisher than Shane Mosley in there? Is he a better finisher than Zab Judah? You know what I mean? We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know. These are all questions. I mean, it's kind of crazy that we're sitting even here talking about it. You it's know? crazy this thing's even <laughs> happening, actually. No, it's nuts, dude. Like, the commissions, the fact. He's got a 0-0 zero and zero record, you know? <laughs> I know, man. It's fucking insane. nuts. There's no amateur fights. There's nothing. It's like me walking in there. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. I mean, he is an elite combat athlete, as yeah. he, of course, right? But it's still like...
0: Do you man, think, talk about do you the think, fucking like,
1: exception to the fucking
0: rule. You, you think Dana White like maybe slipped an envelope to these guys? <laughs> it's like,
1: oh, I just, do me a favor Do me favor, guys. The There's just way. so much money involved. <sighs> There's yeah. so much money involved. And you're talking about the two biggest promoters in Las Vegas. Who are they? Mayweather? Yeah, Mayweather and, uh, the uh, UFC. What's his fucking name? The, the guy behind Mayweather. Um, God, he's like in the shadows a lot, but everybody, uh, he big boxing promoter. Him, and then you got Dana. Yeah, and then you got the Fertitas, the uh, still who, who are back channeling. Yeah, whole yeah, they're involved. Thing, yeah, too. yeah, definitely. So you, you have like all these power brokers, especially in that particular city, too. Yeah. In so Vegas. if they can make it work, fucking Christ, then it works. You know, I, that's the way I sort of see it. And also, like, I mean, that sanctioning body must get a bunch of fucking money for doing a fight that big you know there's, there's, there's ways I'm sure um, but you know they're probably confident he won't get killed in there <laughs> so. yeah, yeah I mean
0: well that's that's the one thing is that Floyd hasn't knocked someone out in like 10 years either
1: no, um he hasn't and you know, he's saying he's gonna go forward. That's I all that's sense. all
0: smokescreens, man. Bullshit. There's no way he's gonna no fight that way. way. He's never fought that way his entire career.
1: No, if he does
0: Then he deserves to lose, honestly.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think that gives Connor the biggest chance on earth when he's saying that thing. But there, there's
0: know? a lot of like like psychic warfare going on in the last few, of few weeks. Of course. So yeah. it's Co- like I yeah you know.
1: I think I agree with your prediction, actually, yeah. which is 12 round decision i think actually that's not my
0: prediction but go ahead is was that no that you that was my prediction Uh uh-huh until i actually started like doing a little bit more like thought on it
1: i think either i mean the the there's like three outcomes that i could see really happening it's either connor stops him which shocks the fucking world sure late round Mayweather, by just frustration, TKO accumulation, yeah, TKO of stoppage. Like, kind of stoppage. Yeah. If Connor gets gassed, which could easily happen, uh, we've seen it before. Yeah. Even though he seems like he's training his fucking ass off. But it's a whole other thing. But, Becoming uh, a 12 round boxing fighter takes a long uh, time. Yeah.
0: It takes, like, and, and not only that, but just, like, the experience and the, the ring general, generalmanship and, like,
1: and it, Until
0: you actually get in there and do it. It's it's all semantics, really.
1: You oh, know totally. I mean? And then the other, I could just see Floyd winning by a decision, and like not trying to do too much and just like playing with him. Yeah. you know what I mean. Which could be, uh, I mean, I could see it because it, again, it's like Floyd's fighting for the fucking tax man. I think that Connor thinks he can really fucking win. I think. Oh for- no, there he has,
0: dude. You cannot do this unless you really think you're gonna yeah. win.
1: I mean, his whole team is given him the. It's given. It's like the same. We're gonna go in there and. And, and like rec shop and like predictions, the whole nine, which I really kind of appreciate. I gl- I'm glad that they're just like, we're being us no matter what. And that's kind of all right with me. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I hope Floyd's taken it this seriously, you know? My, my,
0: my thing is, what kind of fucking. Sparring partners yeah. I know, I know Paulie Malinaji was in there, but it's like, oh, yeah, he's sparring with Artem Levin or what the hell is Lobov? Lobov yeah, the fuck's name, that guy. A couple, he's other like a dudes. punching bag, that guy. Yeah, totally.
1: You he's know? like a 500 like, MMA fighter.
0: Yeah, like uh, that. Who gets that's to fight
1: Cub Swanson for like
0: no reason. Yeah, no reason at all, just because he called he him out. He did
1: really well, though, actually. He didn't get finished, <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think that the best, his biggest skill is taking a punch to the face, really. <laughs> um, and that's like gonna. That one of these days that ability is gonna I forget, go over There
1: is one other there's one dude who is uh who is a boxing champion in his camp and stuff, and then a couple of just like normal ass dudes, and then Polly.
0: Yeah. And you know And
1: he looked pretty, you know, decent against Polly for those clips, but you can't tell. You can't tell that. it's
0: like the Supruder film, man. It's like yeah. the fucking the the video of Bigfoot walking through the forest, you know what I mean? You
1: have no idea. Yeah. There's no context, it's, you know? There's no
0: context. And also I mean yeah, Paulie Malignaggi is a former champ, but totally. the dude just showed not up. Like
1: Mayweather, Mayweather, you know, either. Yeah, but know? he just
0: showed up. Like, he's been sitting behind a desk for, like, the last year and then just is, like, you know, out of shape sort of, you know. Oh, and then he totally. went 12 fucking rounds with this dude. like. And in most training camps, you know, they, they, they shark tank you. They don't just, like, have one dude in there for 12 rounds. It's like, you know, if you're doing, like, any kind of training, if you're preparing for any sort of contest or any competition – It's like you're cycled in with new guys all the time. So in a twelve round boxing fight. Fresh, fresh. Yeah, you might get you might get four guys for like three rounds apiece. You know what I mean? Totally, yeah. so that you're at your most tired and beat up at the end and then some new jack rolls up and he's like, Let's go, you know? And
1: yeah.
0: It's like that in every single sport, you know, of any kind of combat sport. So they grab, you know, they pull Malinaji off the couch and they threw him in there for twelve rounds. (laughs) It's like we just got off the plane or some shit. Oh probably. But it's like a fucking, like the whole thing was like, in my, I, I feel like it's like this weird conspiracy or something, man. It's like some weird, like. I think
1: it helps sell the fight. Yeah, I mean, it totally helps sell the fight. You and uh, it's just. Like Connor can do this, you know? Yeah. And like, look, I, 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 I'm a fan. Like, I like Connor McGregor. I think he's a great fighter in his arena, you know? If he pulls it off, I'd be so happy because yeah. I really don't like Floyd. Oh, no, yeah, Floyd's
0: a horrible... Man. You know? That's primarily why I'm not watching the fight. I said no, it. There you no, go. No. I'm not going to be watching this fight on yeah, Saturday. It. I'll probably watch it later at some point, but I'll be paying attention, you know. I'll be reading about it the next day, but I feel like I can't, in good faith, give money to either one of these fucking guys, you know what To I mean? either
1: one of those guys.
0: Yeah, because I, I hate...
1: Yeah, both not. of them. You know? Yeah.
0: So it's like but yeah, I mean, you know, aside from from my dislike for both fighters, I have to be um, you know, diligent uh in in the analysis department and just say that yeah, both of these guys are incredibly skilled and arguably the best at what they do or one of the best. You know, Floyd, I think as time goes by, it's, it's definitely going to go down as, like, probably one of the greatest boxers of all time because sure. of his record and his you know, all his, his achievements It's not and like ruling. he
1: sucks. No. It's the fact that people will say, oh, he kind of, like – it's also kind of like he doesn't embody kind of, like, a warrior vibe. I think also, you know, like he didn't really, like, walk into the fire. No. Which I think with Connery he walks into a lot of different kinds of fires. I mean, you know – and he also like i think that the dude's just like imaginative. He's like, Alright, cool, how can I make a bunch of bucks and keep fighting? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he figures that out. Now, if you want the problem really with this, philosophically speaking, yeah. is that there are people out there who want which out your camp who want basically want it to be a rank and file sport. Like this is the best guy, this is the best guy to fight, then this is who's afterwards, this is who's afterwards, and go for it, right? Yeah. And then there, which served mixed martial arts really well because in its rise to popularity, a lot of the best fights didn't happen, right? Right. And then there's the prize fighting camp, which is like we go after the biggest money. We're out here, you know, as Max Holloway said, big game hunting. Like we're out here trying to make money and get the biggest fights. And until somebody puts in like a either collective bargaining or something else that really creates a system where the best get rewarded for being the best. Yeah. And fighting the best then it won't ever really happen. And you know, and that's what other sports have that prize fighting in combat sports in general don't. Sometimes that can be a positive thing, I think, like I've stated before, but sometimes it can be like we're stretching this really far right now, but how can you sort of say, hey Connor, don't make him $100 million. No, I'm not. I, mean? I'm not
0: I, I salute him for making $100 million. No, you know,
1: but I'm just know? saying, and even yeah. if he keeps going that way, it's like, do I want to see, uh, you know, Stipe fight Anthony Joshua? I'm not, I'm not sure, you know? I don't know. No, I, this I
0: hope this shit is like,
1: doesn't get yeah, trend. Yeah, totally. I don't, I don't want know? it to be like a, a, a trend at all. No, because um, it's,
0: it's fucking stupid. Unless, unless like someone in MMA has like a provable professional boxing record. Then they have no fucking business. They shouldn't even sanction something like that. They yeah. shouldn't give some guy a professional boxing license to do these things. Like the commission shouldn't sanction stuff like this. But Yeah.
1: And I mean I think guys are gonna go fight where they make the most bucks, you know? And yeah. and that's basically that. So it's it's an interesting sort of time because I also think if you look at like the UFC, they treated it like a a lot like a sport and then they changed their tune a bit with the rise of like Some of the superstars that they made, yeah, totally, and which is fine because they that that drives revenue, right? Like, I I mean, I'm all about excitement, man. I gotta,
0: I don't want to come off as like some fucking curmudgeon who thinks like that. Oh no, it's got to be
1: this way. You got to like, you
0: know, claw your way to the top. My big thing though is like goes back to like the caveman shit where it's like you fucking kill like a bison, right? Take a couple bites and you kind of leave it there and you walk away for a while. Some other motherfuckers gonna come and take that away from you, man. That's just the way it is. You gotta defend your shit.
1: Yeah, and I think that there should be like a period of time where you know, yeah, man, are vacated and stuff. But they can make this stuff a lot more clear. They don't. No,
0: the ambiguity of it is why this shit arises. They don't.
1: And the second part, though, I think is like, you know, especially in, in the UFC's case, it's like, well, then you have the Reebok deal. A lot of the smaller tier fighters aren't getting paid that much and stuff like that. And a lot of what made Mixed Martial Arts 2 is that the entirety of the cards were like deep, yeah. pretty strong. And it's like, maybe we, you know, if you kind of like reinvested a little bit in some of these things, I think it could really kind of like pay off, you know, in terms of making it. And also, I think the way that they promote people is like not dude really. I mean, Connor basically built his narrative on his own. He really did a smart job, and then but they they saw that it was taking, and then they pushed the fuck right. out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. but there's like there's stories out there that they can really try to kind of like utilize a bit more. I feel like uh, Amanda uh, Nunez. I th- yeah.
0: I mean, they she beat up Ronda, which they were hoping. You know, they put if that the build up to that fight right? it was ridiculous. No press. No one's allowed to go to her, to watch her train or anything.
1: And Amanda Mo- is-
0: movies. Thirty-five millimeter films made about fucking Ronda Rousey in the build up to that fight and not anything Nothing about Amanda.
1: Amanda Nunez. Zero. And it was fucking bullshit. Yeah, totally. You man. know, and Amanda was out here racking people, you know? Fuck it's yeah, like, man. You know, I, I just it's like you and then, you know, Dana has this bad way of disparaging fighters when they do things that he doesn't like either so one moment you're building this motherfucker up then you're tearing him down it's like it's not consistent to fans and stuff like that it's like there's a lot of people out there with uh, fighters with really great stories who can sort of be built up and uh and i honestly think that bellator is coming in with I think Coker's really respected. Always has him, but now that he's got Viacom money, and they're signing away certain. Oh people, yeah, man. And Rory
0: McDonald isn't. I think also they're
1: kind of keen on the prospects. Like they, they're pretty good at picking up some some good young talent. Yeah. All that they, they need to do, I, I honestly like if they push. Like I love Heather Hardy, right? Yeah. Like I think Heather also has a magnetic personality. Exactly. And, and personalities, and good
0: backstory. You Michael know, the had whole. A page. Oh, dude.
1: Well, all right. He's, but he's fun.
0: he's raw. He's very fun, but he's still raw. like not oh, yeah. quite like at that. He hasn't entered into that competition level really.
1: Absolutely, and that's yeah. their biggest problem is that they right. don't have ways to like test yeah. people against each other, right? In, in a way, but especially like at middleweight, like they're starting to get there a little bit. Well, now,
0: now apparently Rory's going to be fighting at middleweight too.
1: Totally. So you got you got that guy. you got you know, Bader's kicking around, you got Linton Vassal, you got Liam McGeary, uh, Paul Daly. These are all good fighters. Yeah. And all I think it would sort of take, though, is like one sort of supernova, like a Conor-esque or a Ronda-esque, or even a John Jones-esque, somebody who's like really fucking good. And all of a sudden, you're going to start getting the Pride vs. USC conversations back. Like, I think Michael Chandler could go in and... Fuck some motherfuckers up at fifty five. Totally, in, dude. In I'm, I'm,
0: and he's a homegrown Bellator fighter. Like, Absolutely. He came up through Bellator. He's got a great story. And people
1: always thought that Benson Henderson was going to fucking just beat Rule. the shit out of yeah. him, and like, no way.
0: And Chandler, like, the, one of the most impressive things about Chandler is he lost the belt, and then he went on like a five fight losing streak, and then he came back and got the belt. Yeah. And no, it's no one fucking knows that shit. It's like nah. unless you're like deep into the sport. Like, there's a lot of good stories in Bellator, and I love how it is almost like pride. There's a lot of that the element The pride walkout.
1: It. See, that's the thing yeah. is, like, that's where it's kind of the conflict within the UFC is really interesting because it's like, all right, cool. The reason why the brand got huge is on the back of superior competition and also them making, like, these stars like narratives like people loved Randy Couture you know what I mean like the way yeah, you know and Chuck, and Chuck you know yeah. the Iceman and like yep. the, his look his vibe oh, you're yeah, like, yeah totally. this is a bad motherfucker yep. you're like you look at this dude you're like oh my god yeah, yeah. and he had power for days and, and a vibe and you know people were really about you know uh and, and these grudge masters him and Tito they could both you know hammer yeah, oh, yeah, you know man. you were like yeah. fuck I hope Chuck smashes Tito's face yeah, yeah. my my take uh, no, dude, I'm a truck I'm a Chuck diehard I Chuck love fan. Chuck, yeah. I love chocolate. So it was one of these things where it was like, all right, this is cool, and then they had to, you know, sort of rebuild that and then you got this new era. But then they started trying to treat it halfway like a sport and then not and it's like, dude, the way that people love fighters that they, they you have to give them the, the ability to be them, to love them. People love Connor, man. And you wanna know why? It says McGregor Sports and Entertainment on the boxing ring on, you know, Saturday is cuz because people love McGregor and McGregor dictated the way that this was going to go down. That's the most impressive part of the whole thing. He went and he says it himself. He goes, "I went from fighting like to 500 people to fighting to 5,000, to getting the title to, you know, winning multiple titles to being a partnership with my employer." think about that and that's a boxing that's what mayweather did in boxing and it sure. took him it took him four fucking years mcgregor so he's his own huge ass brand and he thought that through on his own and with his people Atar and whatever right but that's a really it, but that's really it's no, crazy. it's, it's, it's sharp like, it's cool it's but how but it's crazy how they they like use that platform and then almost yeah. springboarded off of it if you're like the UFC, though, you should be get, like hoping that you can bring people through your umbrella, make them bigger, but have them want to sort of be around. I mean, McGregor's not trying to leave the UFC behind at all. I think he's trying to just work with it, but he knows his value to it. So, hey, man, if I go and fight, you know that I'm worth so much. Yeah. So
0: also, they're at a disadvantage because they're, they're still... You know, WME is still making back that, you know, whatever, $4.5 billion that they just spent to buy the UFC.
1: Totally, but I don't think that that's a disadvantage. When you well, have I mean, they're the more likely
0: co- to, to, to negotiate with somebody because they're just like, fuck, man, we're like, you know, I, I got to refinance my shit and like fucking pay off this debt. Yeah, man, I don't you know,
1: know about that. I mean, I think that it's just good business. It's still like when you look at it what Connor will do, even if they take like a whatever, twenty percent of it or thirty percent of it, will be bigger than a lot of the fights that they're they're throwing right now. Yeah. Because they haven't those Well it's been a
0: slow year for sure, yeah, definitely.
1: They haven't well it's also just like the return of John Jones is a big deal, uh, you know, Ronda got blasted. Um but it's more about like who's next, who's like coming up, you know? And can really like kind of fulfill that. I kinda look across the way I think Gaichi Gechi, is got the that was one of the best. Yeah. debuts, and I mean, the guy is fucking nuts. First of all, the way he fights, is well, that, that's good to
0: that shit's not gonna fucking you can't fight like that for very long, man.
1: No, I don't understand, but who gives a shit? Like, it, it's not my body, it's whatever. I just respect his fucking like total warrior vibe, yeah. And uh, he's the type of guy, it's like, um, uh. Chris Lytle or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, I don't or Diego Sanchez. Oh, like yeah, back yeah. in Another the day, right? You're gritty, like, I don't give a fuck, and guts fuck yeah. guy. what's going on. If they're fighting, I'm going to watch this Totally, fight.
0: man. I still feel that about Diego for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah.
1: Diego's the man. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, he
0: like fucking Ga- housed Gaethje. Marcin Held, man. Oh, yeah. And Marcin, dude. Held, How- Marcin held was supposed to be the, the great hope of like the guy stepping up from Bellator. Yeah. He was like, oh, the, the superior... He fucking owned that dude, man. And it, Marcin Held is a si- solid fucking fighter, man.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yo. And Diego Sanchez, Clay Guida, fucking incredible fight.
0: Melendez Sanchez.
1: Amazing. Yeah, definitely. So you, you're, you're just thinking, you know, to me, it's like um, where we're like kind of like the, the next sort of stars coming. And then I look across the way and I see James Gallagher doing his thing. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I know Pico started off rough. Obviously, he got submitted. They put him in there against a really seasoned guy. Yeah. They didn't treat him like a like a O and O guy. Well,
0: who did he fight? Who did who was that last fight? It
1: was Zach something.
0: Oh, um, actually, that dude is like a Marcelo Garcia. Um, and he was like guy. seven
1: and one or something. Yeah, like yeah. He had a good, good record. Uh, forget his name, um, but he was good, and so. Basically, it's one of those things where, you know, um, I, I look at Bellator, and they definitely have some some interesting characters over sure. there. Sure. Yeah, and then they also
0: and, and what I, I, I always I enjoy like these like weird old and they're investing too. in their
1: stories and shit. Yeah. And I think if they can leverage a little bit more of the Viacom stuff mm-hmm. and sort of like you know these people make TV, man, you know, make it, produce it, and vibe it, and then like it's cool. I think that the problem is them moving into the pay-per-view business is difficult when they don't have a lot. Yeah. You know, like, their pay-per-view didn't do well. No, long. that was the one with
0: Chael Sonnen. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. dude,
1: I don't want to see Chael fight ever again.
0: I love Chael Sonnen, but, yeah, he, the, the dude's kind of passes his, for fan. sure passes his prime.
1: Yeah, and that's sort of the thing, and people kind of look at it that way. But if you look at how Bellator has done on free TV they've done comparable to a lot of UFC fight nights and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's their thing though. It's like if you if you have the product available for free, just you just turn to the channel after cops or whatever is over and then Bellator fight night comes on. It's like
1: But they to go from
0: that good. to like oh, suddenly this card you got to pay for part of it. It's like it's a harder sell. It with the UFC, they started out as a pay-per-view company, you know True. what I mean? They started out like just the shit's only available as a pay-per-view. And that's like kind of like I think that Bellator should just hammer the fucking free TV market, man.
1: Me too, and I also think that that's where they can grow their stars in order to get to the to the real next level. Totally. Where you go, hey, like, all right, this is free, this is free, this is free, and now, like, oh my god, like I, you know, th- here's this fight that I fucking am dying to see. You know, that's what you need. You know, no one was really dying to see Sonnen and fucking oh hell whoever, no, you no know, hell no, and hell Fedor and Matt Mitrion. No, well, no one was dying I think dying the Fedor
0: thing... all All right, this is my thing with Fedor. If he had beat, convincingly, Maldonado at um, whatever that um, fucking... What's that shit in Japan? Uh, Risen. Risen. If he yeah. if he had beaten down Maldonado, like KO'd him, people would have been... Oh, shit, they returned to the last emperor, right? Yeah, but that but was But that not fight the was fucked
1: up, dude. Yeah. You
0: saw the fight, right? Yeah. Maldonado right. won.
1: He won that
0: fight. You know, I mean, I know in Russia he he lost, but here in the states he fucking won. If like watching it from my my point oh, of view, oh
1: definitely, absolutely, that was a yeah a mulligan. But
0: I think that yeah, if if he if he had like beaten down Maldonado, which is still not, I mean, hey, he's a fucking gritty guy, but like you know, he's um he's definitely not like a top level you know person you know fighter. Yeah. Then it would have been a different story, but after seeing seeing him lose to Maldonado, then he comes in and and, you know fights Matt Mitrione, um, who's a solid guy too. That just doesn't have the the heat. You know what I mean?
1: Does not have the heat. And so that that's I think where kind of the entire sport is. You know, it's it's going to be really interesting because I feel like the UFC is still the biggest brand, no doubt, whatever. But if Beltor's got some characters, if they can capture the imagination, the UFC still got the superior talent, but it's going to be really interesting. And then, with also fighters trying to get a bigger and bigger slice of the pie, and if some of them get bigger, you know, you get another fighter that gets to uh, the statuses of like, you know, Aranda and McGregor or whatever, and the way that they see the business. And if all of them want to start going in association with as opposed to other things. It changes the dynamic of the whole business. I don't know if that's good for combat sports or not. I'm not sure yet. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see how this goes. We're going to figure it out.
0: So what's your official prediction?
1: Um, I'm going to go with Floyd. Um, I'm going to say, I think think McGregor lasts on Pure Heart. And I think Floyd, and also the fact that Floyd is not like going to be he's not going to hurt him him him. or be super offensive too like i think even if like even if like it's getting towards the later rounds and stuff like that i just don't see floyd wanting to expose himself like at all like you know like just being him you know so that that's kind of the way that uh that i see it going i think decision mayweather you know maybe uh, depending on how McGregor looks, he gets some props for, you know, like making it through and like maybe looking kind of decent or something like that. And then everyone gets their money. And then hopefully everyone goes back to their sport. Pfft, I know, mean, right. <laughs> um, Or, you know, and if it happens the other way, well, fucking, if McGregor wins, who knows, I think that blows the lid off of everything. Las Vegas, him boxing more. Yeah, probably. I
0: imagine Crossover
1: that. fights. Yeah. And I don't necessarily, you know, Maybe some of that shit could be cool, but I don't I don't really think it... I, I don't think it'll open a floodgate, per se, but...
0: No, because you know. his ability's not there, really, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only guy I think who who could... Um, the guy that just got knocked out by Ozdemir. Um, the fucking guy. The guy. The British dude.
1: The oh, Jimmy Mano. Jimmy
0: Mano. Because he actually has, like, some legitimate pro fights. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have fought... Garbrandt. Cody Gar- Garbrandt. Garbrandt, Yeah. Boxer, primarily boxer, wrestler, like yep. big time.
1: Totally. I mean, those guys. He's I feel got dynamite. I love Cody right Garbrandt. Hands. I like oh. that he's
0: kind of a dick too.
1: He's totally like. I, I think Cody, you know, the way that I, I see him is he's just like Midwest, like bad little motherfucker, you know, and like I'm kind of into that. Like TJ is a great fighter and stuff, but like he's kind of like a decision fighter, like in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. I respect the hell out of him. Oh, yeah. He's a great fighter. But I see Cody as, like, as a smaller dude, and he's just boom, dude. smash, boom, Most smash. Most of his fights haven't boom, even made out made it out of the first yeah, round. Yeah, he just has, like, this fucking yeah. vibe. And I honestly think he could have put Cruz away. If he, oh, if, dude,
0: there if, are many points in that fight where he could have put Cruz he away. He could have put Cruz away. But yeah. just what you said just now, I think, is the difference between an MMA fighter, an MMA boxer, and a pure boxer is the power that Cody can generate at the 135 pound weight class, being able to just finish dudes in the first round like that.
1: Yeah. I think also, yeah. I mean, he's been punching in a long time. Yeah. I also think that Cody, a lot of guys, I don't think commit to their strikes the way that they would uh, in, you know, a- any other just striking, completely striking baseball because yeah. they're so concerned about takedowns, position, especially depending on what kind of fighter. Yeah. But then it's like, all right, cool, if somebody just doesn't give a shit, you know what I mean? Or, like, believes in their wrestling and is like, whatever, you know? you got to, like, commit on that. Like, the way that um, Edson Barbosa uses leg kicks. Oh, yeah. And he he commits like he is in fucking glory, you know what I mean? Like, he's fucking... Uh, you know, one of these cats like, uh, you know, Nikki Holskin or something. He turns that shit over like, dude, boom. You ever notice how none of and, those guys and he's, ever check those kicks? <laughs> no, and he's not people out. like yeah. he finished fights like that. Yeah. Gaethje is another one. Yeah. Gaethje is like, boom, boom. But Gaethje doesn't give a fuck about getting hit, which is crazy. Which is insane, But man. then he delivers a leg kick that fucking, like, wobbles a dude. And you take three or four of those, yeah. and all of a sudden you can't move that well. And now you're like a sitting duck. Like, yeah. now he has you in front of him. Sure. And your movement sucks, you know, and all this stuff. He has this sort of, it's interesting. He's like, I can, Michael Johnson was lighting him up sometimes, but he was like, cool, but crack, all right, then crack. And then all of a sudden, like third, fourth leg kick in, Michael Johnson was not moving that well. And then Gaethje was just like, oh, all right, cool, man. You know, it's like, I'm slowing you down. And yeah, I'm but even, even you like when
0: your your legs start getting beaten up, like you can't you can't commit to the punches exactly. The same way. Yeah, you can't no, get exactly. You're just
1: slowing them. down in every aspect. Yeah, like but, but just the move-
0: mechanics of throwing a punch. If you got a beat up leg, like you're not the dynamics of throwing your punches off too because your your legs aren't under you.
1: No way, dude. You you're not planting down and really ro- yeah. rooting into the floor and shit the way you should. A, a lot of stuff, and you just I think in that fight you saw it. I just it's just one of those things where I'm like, all right, man. If Tony Ferguson hits you like that. I hope you can stay on your feet or whatever the fuck you know. Yeah. Um, but whatever.
0: So the way I think the fight's going to go down, I think it's going to be like a late, like sixth or seventh round stoppage. May- Mayweather, yeah. yeah, Mayweather. I think that like because my my thing, even though McGregor, yeah, he's in great condition, whatever. That guy, his his gas tank has always has been suspicious.
1: I, I agree. You know. Uh, I, I mean. I, it's to me. It's a fact. It's yeah. not even like a. Yeah, There's no no yeah, like arguing he, that. He, yeah, like you know, um, I wonder if the shorter rounds might help him. But I also think that if he's going to go out there and really try and win, he's going to have to fucking go for it early. Yeah. So that also I think doesn't bode well for him.
0: Totally. You know, I mean, I he's going to be if he's going to be chasing, um, you know, Floyd around the ring, throwing shots and missing. It's is if he doesn't if he doesn't succeed in the first couple of rounds, I think it's a it's just like totally downhill for him after that.
1: Totally. I think, I think you know, five, six rounds, you know, like he's got to get it done inside that. And then the other aspect is I just – I don't know if Floyd will really go for trying to finish, finish, finish a fight. I don't, I want, I wonder, you know what I mean? No. Nah. If he's going to be – if Floyd's going to be too safe.
0: Well, see, know? that's the thing too with a lot of people. It's like, you know, when McGregor and all of his shenanigans prior to the fight, it's like everyone's like, oh, you know, Floyd – Floyd wants to go in there and knock him out. Floyd doesn't want to go in there and knock him out. Floyd I don't wants a win. That
1: for a he day.
0: wants a win. That's it. He you know? just wants to like f- he'll lose He's rounds. So he never had give to a do fuck.
1: that in no. his fucking life. Why would he start doing it? Now? Yeah, you know, and especially no when so
0: much kind of is at no stake. Really, way. you know, it's like
1: his if whole, he comes forward, he Deserves he to deserves to get knocked out. That's yeah, it. if he
0: if he does that at all. He deserves to fucking yeah, lose. Yeah,
1: because I mean, McGregor's not going to be scared to stand in the pocket and fuck no, that's and, what like, he wants. He, he yeah. has no doubt.
0: So where, where are you where is this going? to... What's happening for you this Saturday? What are you? I are you don't watching know. Watching I've
1: talked to some friends. who are kind of formulating. Yeah, it the come plan, up, come you guys are coming up with what what some plan. I mean? Okay. Yeah, have a party. Cool. Hang out, you know, and then uh, watch the uh, spectacle. That's what it is, more so than anything. Yeah.
0: More. You know, like you were saying earlier, the undercard might be good.
1: Yo, I love boxing, yeah. and honestly. You know, um, I'm looking really forward to Triple G Canelo. You know, oh man, uh, that's gonna be great. Yo, Terence Crawford, mm-hmm. holy cow! This past weekend, you want to see a fucking punch? I didn't see the fight, but holy, did you did you watch the highlights? I watched
0: highlights of it, but I didn't see the whole thing, though. Dude,
1: he, it was <sighs> Terence Crawford is like such an incredible fighter, man. He's fucking so good. I I, I love like Lomachenko. Everyone talks about too, but Crawford's such a technician. But Crawford was also he's more like He'll just get in there. He'll take a shot. But, man, fuck. Like, when he figures you out. And I just I love the fact that he beat a guy. Like, Ndongo is a tough, like, this was not a gimme fight. uh, People didn't see it that way for him. And the fact that he fucking crushed him with a body fucking left hook and just put him down in the third round. Wow. For Crawford, that's the most, like, emphatic win maybe of his career. It was crazy. And that's saying a lot. So, yeah, it was wildly entertaining. I was like, fuck. Sweet. Yeah.
0: So that's, thanks for coming by, Dave. Anytime, man. Um, for anyone out there, uh, check out my, uh, my column on the uh, Decibel blog, the Decibel website. It's called Notes from the Combat Underground. The first installment went up earlier this week. So, yeah, if you want to hear me rant about shit, it's going to be like a monthly um, you know, type of thing. I'll be breaking down some fights, uh, giving my predictions. And also on the, on the months where there's, like, real newsworthy shit, like, for example, next month I'm going to be talking about uh, the return of GSP, um, there'll be stuff like that on there too. So, um, so, yeah, anyone interested in checking that out, go over to the Decibel website, and uh, you'll find it all there. <laughs>